every time I'm like, God fucking damn it. Again. I've done it again. Um, my, my favorite my favorite parts of that joke are referring to McDonald's as a restaurant and um, mentioning a chef. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel like there's this unwritten rule with people who are in relationships that when they're drinking, only one of them could be having a good time. <laughs> like the moment one of them lets their hair down and like, makes eye contact with another person or like dances. It's like, David, what are you doing? Get back here. We talked about this. This is going to be my night. David, sit. <laughs> David, stay. It was nice for a moment over here. Remember that moment? That was sweet. Uh, this is my impression of this is my impression of the man on the neighborhood watch sign. It was this. That was that was indulgent to do it twice just now. Woof. Um hmm. Nice. I feel like pine cones are the sequins of the forest. I won't lie. Like, I, I do like it when you laugh. <laughs> I do prefer it. But, like, the, that, that silence, it's almost, it's almost sweeter. It's like we've, could you imagine not hearing the raindrops right now? Billy. Uh, silly raindrops. Um, hmm, what else? Oh, I was at a bar recently and a man sat down next to me and a couple minutes later he leaned in and was like, am I bothering you? I just have to say, like, if you ever find yourself asking another person that, you're probably bothering them, but, but what happened next is what was really troubling and it's it's what's hard to even uh, relive and share with you all because what happened next was I found myself saying things to him like cool leather jacket um okay decadent indulgent but like this this was the moment over here when I was kind of like in the cl so nice uh this has been this has been um, this has been something new. So thanks, everybody. Bye. Oh. Hey, feedback. Hey, Clapfield. Yay. The concept of feedback is so scary to me, but I'm here for it. Anybody have any? Oh, okay. Damon. Uh, I love the bit where you're like, you know, when you have a relate, like you have a partner, or your boyfriend. I don't know what the fuck's like, but uh, you go on a date and you're the only one who gets a drink. I want you to sell it to me. Pretend you got a cup in your hand and you're already fucked up. You're at the party already. You pregame that shit. I, I was that's what I was picturing. And you said you let your hair down. 
I don't know, maybe because I'm a typical guy, I want you to like to burp. Like, I'm at the party with my boyfriend, Charles. <laughs> and Charles watched Tie My Hair. I don't know. Like, I want you to tell me more yeah. story about like you getting drunk at when you're, you know, yeah. you know, in a relationship. I don't know if you're a good drunk or funny drunk or your partner's a funny drunk. I don't know. Like, I, I thought you were going to tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh, what else? You're, you're likable on stage. That's a good thing. A lot of people are not likable on stage. Uh, Thank you. No, sure. You know, I've been doing this a long time. Um, what else? Uh, keep going. Just keep writing. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. I like to, um, with the signs, I thought you could do a whole bunch of signs like slow, wide turn were the <laughs> two that came to mind and, and act them out. Yeah. I thought that would be good. That would be fun. Thank you. I've You're tried welcome. a couple different ones, but those two are my favorite, but I need to think about them. Okay. Uh, I was going to comment on that joke, too. I think the last joke, being as the, uh, as the like point of that, is that it's super an actually uh, sexually suggestive sign. It's just make it more, more apparent, because you were like, uh, I really like you, and it could be like, girl, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or something like that. Like, or, like, um, All right, very good. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> Yay. And your next comedi comedian coming to the stage, please give it up for Dominion. There he is. Yay. Lauren thinks I'm a piece of ass. She's like coming to the stage. <laughs> Thanks, stop playing that ass shaking music. All right. <laughs> Not going to happen, Lauren. And just because I'm just. Because <sighs> I can't take off any clothes like that. Anywho. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, um, Mutiny. And Lauren, I think you're doing a really good job. And everybody, I'm enjoying being here with everyone. So, uh, why is the ocean salty? <laughs> because the sky is bigger. All right, yeah. That's, um, so everyone's familiar with the Escape from Alcatraz Triathlon. It's an event where 2,000 athletes start at Alcatraz. They swim a mile and a half in cold, choppy water to San Francisco, then ride a bike through the city's hills for 18 miles and finish the race running an eight-mile trail. Yeah. Years ago, a 40-something-year-old who's not so handicapped for missing one arm placed in the top 20. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was interviewed after the competition and quoted saying, I would have finished sooner if I wasn't swimming in circles at the start. Yeah. So. What do old television sets and women share in common? So terrible. <laughs> When they start acting up, you can usually go back to watching the game in peace after a good smack. I, I know. Oof. That's just terrible. <laughs> it is bad. Um, so a lot of new comics have jo talk, tell jokes about jerking off. I'm going to talk about picking my nose. Yeah. I, I'll admit it's an unsavory habit, but it feels really good. And when you have wide nostrils, it makes rum and drink around super inviting. I'm also a switch picker. So I can pick as equally well with both hands, uh, but I hate when I cut my fingernails because I hate when I cut my fingernails because that's when it's the hardest to get a clean pick and flick. After cutting my nails, I usually have to reach really far and have to I have to really reach and stretch my and sorry, 
I'm not asleep here. Hold on for a moment. God damn it. All right, I want to scratch that one. So anyways, I'm from a dangerous part of the East Bay called the East Bay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bleak. Um, when I leave San Francisco after spending a day here, then going back to the East Bay, it's like coming down really hard off drugs. Um, after spending a day here where there's museums and culture, you go back to where the bay is spelt B-A-B-A-E. Yeah, you go from grand openings to grand closings. I saw three of my East Bay friends on uh, Facebook dressed in flannel, uh, head to toe, and they were all headed to a pajama jam, and the post read, go outside and enjoy the colors. And I said to myself, no, I'm going to stay inside and avoid the gunfire. Yeah, you can't really go too many places out there, ever. Like, when the sun goes down, be in the house. Because fuck Freddy Krueger. <laughs> They, they don't sleep out there. <laughs> Fucking Tweaker City. Like, you guys have it good with the homeless out here in San Francisco. At least they just attack their own. You know, that's that's groovy if that's your life. Right out there with fucking everywhere. Like, packs of pit bulls just around the fucking corner at any fucking moment getting ready to attack. Someone's mom comes out the fucking front with a gun and a frying pan. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> That's like everywhere. Like I said, a dangerous part of the East Bay called the East Bay. Are you from the East Bay, ma'am? Okay. You look like you're offended by that. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right, everyone. Well, have a good night. I just kind of bullshit on that last part because I fucked up the booger joke. Have a good one. That's, oh. Thank, That's I'm my time, short and sweet, like my penis. All right, great. <laughs> thank you. Community, right. thank you. Anybody have any comments? Do you have a comment? Anybody have any feedback? No? All right. Give it up for Dominion Sims, everybody. Yay. Is Ray Khan here? No? Okay, then your next meeting is Spencer, it's you. Spencer Devine! Woo! Yay! Woo! We're so excited to see him. We don't mind while he eats a praline because we know he's been watching them and just waiting to eat one. I don't care who wins that race. Everyone loses. F fuck you guys. Ah, ah, oh my God. Um, so... This was a joke for Ray, but he's not here, so he'll. I'll tell him that I told it on the radio, and then he'll come to the show, and I won't tell him about it, and then he'll have to listen to it later. Um, so this is my impression of uh, six geese a laying. Thank you. <laughs> oh shit, Linda! It's not what it looks like. It's not. Oh no, these are. We're Flying south, Linda. We're just flying south. Don't worry about it. Okay, thank you. Um, I think that mythical creatures are safe at because every time 
someone believes in a mythical creature, there's some know-it-all asshole who uses science to explain it away. So uh, someone's like, oh, man, I love unicorns. Wait a minute, did you know that unicorns actually existed? It's probably just the narwhal, you know, because they got the horn like that and they just got confused. Okay, fine. Uh, oh, man. Oh man, do you did you know do you know about uh, um you know about Bigfoot? Oh, I believe in Bigfoot. Actually, did you know that Bigfoot is actually was just a pile of wigs in the woods? You know, it's like it, I, I I God forbid that you see anything magical because it's just gonna get explained away. You're like. Oh, man, I was abducted by aliens. And then someone comes along and they're like, oh, man, Spencer was molested in, ch in Chile. <laughs> oh, no. That's why the cows are so afraid. Uh, I hate when I, because I, I, I smoke cigarettes. And I hate when someone's walking by me on the sidewalk and they're like, <coughs> When your smoke's not going anywhere near them, because it's just a passive-aggressive way of saying, I don't like you smoking, and I'm going to let you know that. Now, I secretly hope that one day someone's mocking me and coughing, and that turns into an actual coughing fit. And then deep somewhere in their subconscious, it unlocks a new kink that they didn't even know that they had. And now they can never get off unless they're coughing. And then eventually they smoke the cigarettes because it's the only way to keep up with appearances. They can't let people know that they're a deviant. Um, people say that cigarettes are going to kill me, but you, you know what else could kill me? Literally anyone or anything at any time for any reason. I don't know you people, not really. Uh, yeah, Mauricio could be in the back like, oh, today was the day of my father's death. 25 years ago, he was killed by a dick joke. I swear the first dick joke I hear, did he just say erect to DVD? Bang, 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 and that's how I die. And Mauricio did it, just so if the, if the police ever listen to this radio show, you'll, you'll know. Uh, they're like Spencer. If you smoke cigarettes, you can't. You can't go. You can't go skydiving. You know they won't even let you take cigarettes on the plane. And I'm like, what's the fucking harm in it? What, how long am I gonna have them? It's just gonna be, like <gasps> you know. And now there's a bunch of geese smoking, and they needed the image boost. That's cool. Not even the people who invented skydiving wanted to go skydiving. They were crashing, <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, we need a hobby, fast to live. You think the first guy who was running with the bulls wanted to do that shit? No, he was running from the bulls, and someone's like, oh, hey, can we join you? And he's like, no, I'm dying. Uh, and that's that. I've been Spencer Devine. Thank you so much. Yay! Spencer, I love the thing with the six keys. I love the act out. That was great. Oh, thank you. Oh, don't, don't, don't wait. All right. Your next comedian coming to the stage is new to the area, and please welcome him, Dakota Price. Yay! 
Hello, hello everyone. It's me, Dakota Price. And uh, I just want you all to know that I'm imagining you naked. Not because I'm nervous, but because I like it. All right, I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, it's going to get awkward up here, man. I'm here to ask the serious questions, man. And uh, one of those serious questions I like to ask is, uh, have you ever had macaroni so good it fucked your mouth? Well, I have. Though I often have sexual experiences with food. By that I mean I end up in the corner covered in greasy fluids, sticking my finger in the pizza box like, oh, you dirty bitch. What did you do to me? And then my asshole hurts afterwards. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm from the South. I have a Southern dad and I have a hippie mom. So I just got to deal with the weird shit like, you know, I'm spiritual, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, my mom passed away a few years ago. It was kind of sudden, kind of crazy out of, out of the blue. And my dad, <laughs> he just immediately went to witchcraft. Like he was telling me six months ago, he was like, so son, I'm going to go down to New Orleans and I'm going to get me one of them voodoo priests just to bring your mom back just for a day so I can have sex with her one last time. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do with this information, father. No, man, I grew up with some fucking weird parents. My parents were young, man. They were really young. They were, uh, they were in their 20s when they had me. And uh, that just means that I've seen my parents fucking more than I probably should have. <laughs> like, they were like horny teenagers, man. You leave them alone for 15 minutes, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, uh, you know, being from the South, I'm told not to talk about things like uh, politics and religion. But I want to talk about religion because I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Like communion, right? We know what that is. The Lord's Supper. Why are we having the Lord's Supper for breakfast? Uh, anyway, no, it's the, it's the blood of Christ and the body of Christ. And uh, we spend all this time talking about the body and the blood, knowing that they grant our salvation. But what about the come? What about the come of Christ? What can that shit do? Is that how you get Baldwin's? No, uh, I even know how we could serve it at communion. It could come in, uh, any, anybody ever had a toaster strudel? <laughs> just the, the, the packet with the, the icing, you just, you know? <laughs> no, uh, it's a little gay, you know? Nothing's gay in 2022. No, y y you can't just have one letters. It can't be gay like 90s gay, you know? Like, I could watch this guy suck 10 dicks, least gay shit I've seen all day. You need more letters, and you need to get your game up, and you get it going. No, I love it. No, I, uh, you know, everybody has their number when it comes to, 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 to sucking a dick. Uh, you know, mine is fluctuating right now like the price of Bitcoin. It's going up and down. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's getting real weird up here. Um, <laughs> so I just want to tell a real quick story. Uh, this is something I've been working on. This is a true story. So the first time I got caught smoking weed was the same day my dog died. Yeah, I was 12 years old. That's a young time to be smoking weed. But I stole some pot from my mom, and I was smoking it in the bathroom. They were. This is in the time when children left their. I mean, parents left their children home alone. Uh, so I was smoking my mom's weed in the bathroom, and then my little sister comes up to me and she's like, "Bubba, there's something happening under the house." So I'm like, "Stoned, let's go on an adventure." I look. And it's a coyote that had eaten my dog. Yeah, horrible, brutal story, right? 
And uh, I'm high. Imagine a, t- a high 12-year-old having to deal with this. I went and told my, uh, I, went and <laughs> I went and called my dad. My dad came, killed the coyote, and I had to bury my dog. We were all solemn and going inside. He goes in the bathroom. Dakota, what is this? Oh, shit, he found the weed. My, my mom's pipe, everything, you know, he, I've been caught. I've been busted, right? So being from the South, I got my ass whooped with a belt, you know, you know, uh, good old physical punishment, whatever. But, you know, my dad always did this thing. He asked me, do you know why you're in trouble, son? And I'd have to give him a real answer. And I told him, because you caught me smoking pot. I said, no, because you stole your mom's pot. And uh, thank y'all. That was my time. Anybody have any comments? Yes, any comments? I do. As a matter of fact, I have something to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, dude, real funny stuff. You um, you had to bury the dog, but you didn't tell us what you did with the coyote. <laughs> so I think you should do you something about the coyote. Other than that, it's really funny. Um, God bless and thank God. Merry Christmas. Anything else, guys? That was a that was a great story, Dakota. And I was just going to say what um what you said to your father when what do you want me to do, Dad? And maybe have an act out about that when when he's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you. And it's I don't know what Baldwins are. Oh, the Baldwins? Uh, like uh, if you have the come of Christ, it can turn you into like Alec Baldwin, one of the Baldwins. Oh, know? okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know, because it's magical Christ it's come. Magical. It I does d- weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any any other comments? Yeah? Uh, no? Let's so expand on the powers of the come of Christ. Just really get into the lore of how powerful the come of Christ could be. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the feedback, guys. Wait, one more. (laughs) You could come in flavors, too. (laughs) God, I love you, Lauren. (laughs) All right, Dakota Price, everybody. One more time. Yay! Your next comedian coming up is Sam West. Hey. Yay! Oh. All right, everybody. I'm going to uh, try reworking a few things, but mainly actually trying some new stuff. And it's, it's been on, the, on, on deck for a little while, and I was like, it's a little iffy. So bear with me. Monday night, raining outside. I'll start off with a sizzling. People ask me, Sam, how do you get so strange? which I explained to them, well, I grew up and I ingested copious amounts of whiskey and tobacco. Luckily for me, it was just a candle. We've got to slow it down with all the different subscription services, you know? 15 bucks a pop, Redbox, Discovery Plus, Peacock, and that's just OnlyFans. See, I thought that was a little hacky because it was like very, I, I know the formula, but uh, I love feedback, by the way. Um, I, I'm not into th- promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. I like the strings. Give me the strings. 
That's why I only fuck puppets now. Had to break it off with Pinocchio last week. I really like the guy, but he made everything too kinky. Like one night he asked me to role play as Elmo. I said, eh, not really my thing, you know, but do a mean Elmo impression, you know. Elmo likes that. You know, I, I can work with Elmo. But he never told me what he was going to be. And I had to find out halfway through coitus when he turned around and said, I'm a real boy. That one's very interesting because that kills at bars when there's like one guy to tip it off and then it fucking bombs everywhere else. Uh, all right. Growing up, I'd go to the same fair every year, and this creepy carny would always comment on how tall I'd grown. One night he asked me to go in this little tent with him so he could measure me. I said, sure, at which point he took his dick out and held it over my head. Now, I think he might have been a pedophile, but I'll never know for sure, because after he measured me, he shook his head and said, nah, man, you're not tall enough to ride. On the way here, I walked, had to go to the bathroom, so I stopped by a gas station. I said, hey, man, can I borrow the restroom? He said, no, sorry, dude, employees only. So I got smart with him. I said, hey, man, can I get a job application? I think he figured me out, but he gave me a chance. He said, I'll tell you what, if you can clean this restroom and make it cleaner than it's ever been before, you got the job. I said, I'll take you up on that. I went in there, and I destroyed that bathroom. I took I took the biggest, most brutal, sh- it, it was like a muskrat on the side of a, Lake. I was pissed at the guy, so I didn't even flush. I was fucked this guy. Anyway, I'll spare you more description, but the moral of the story is I'm seriously questioning that gas station standard for cleanliness because I got the job. <laughs> Let me see here. I'll end it with this, all right? One happy, we'll do some dark we'll do a silly joke, okay? Uh, my mother tried to commit suicide when she was young. <laughs> Here's what happened. She got real drunk, got behind the wheel of a car, drove into a tree. Luckily, she walked away unharmed. And to the amazement of everyone, about three weeks later, found out she was pregnant with the beautiful baby boy you see in front of you today. But I've always wondered, had she known she was pregnant, would she have still have had those drinks before the attempt? All right, thanks, everybody. (laughs) Have a good night. Sam West, yay. I think you should say, um, be specific. Should should she have had those six beers? Or, you know, name it type of beer or whatever, been specific. Um, Uh, Also, one other thing I love is is the Pinocchio thing, is it a line, I'm a real boy now? What did you, if you say now at the end, meaning because you had sex with him, <laughs> now? You always wanted to be a real boy. You thought you might be a woman. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I think that's a great joke. I think that we can include that in all because I think people have heard it. Um, I felt like Elmo was a little bit of a throwaway. Because um, you did do a good impression of it, but... I feel like there's more tags that could come from including that in the joke. Um, it just could be more of a part of the joke. Or you could be like, he made me role play a cookie monster and he wouldn't let me swallow. 
think I do see the potential that that act out could be really fun. This, regardless of what, to of what parties or what whatever you're role playing, it could change. But uh. yay! One more time for Sam West. And your next, woo, your next comedian is Mauricio. Yay! Yay! Give me all the love. Yes. Oh my God. White people arguing about magical coming shit, man. I cannot believe how outnumbered I am in the mission. This was La Mission. <laughs> all right. Too soon. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm actually old in comedy years. Uh, I remember performing here back in the day when it was uh, Pirate Cat Radio. You guys remember that shit? Yeah, Pam Benjamin was like a barista, and I got like a monkey, uh, mocha bacon latte. I was like, I was like, wow, that was a, those were that was a trip. I was like reflecting, walking down the street. This used to be one of the most dangerous neighborhoods ever, especially if you were Mexican. You know what I mean? Or like walking through here with a Dodger hat, and they'd be like, "What the fuck do you represent, homie?" And I was like, "Dude, this is a fucking Buddhist jacket. You know, I represent reading. I don't know, enlightenment." <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've been uh, living in Hayes Valley for a hot minute, so I'm woke, you know? So I'm going to slow my speech down for you dumb sons of bitches, you know? That's uh, I can easily say that about San Francisco. You dumb sons of bitches do not fucking read, right? You guys are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville. I was like, God damn, man. I'm a Seattle guy, and Seattle is just down the street, you know? Going there, read for free, and then get home in time to watch Frasier on syndication. That's how I get down, yeah. Good stuff. Good times. Reflecting, man. Ah, that, that, this does frustrate me a lot, man. One thing that does piss me off is I'm noticing right now that stand-up comedy is getting gentrified. There's motherfuckers that work in tech trying to do this, right? This is insane, you know? Like, they literally go to a nice house. They're like, don't do this. If you have a nice house and a nice relationship, go do that, man. Like, we are, <laughs> I'm fucked up in the head, man. This is it. This is all I got, right? Yeah, man. Like, oh, my God. And then I hate when they, like, start complaining on the Internet for, like, certain posts that I posted. Like, I actually pissed off a liberal white guy because I ins I dissed Guillermo del Toro, Mexican director. He's like, man, you're wrong, man. I was like, dude, you're not even Mexican. Like, dude. Like, and if he actually hired more Mexicans in his fucking films, then I wouldn't have to fucking diss him, right? I'm sorry that he sucks too much British dick, right? I can't respect that. My fucker's from Jalisco, man. I'm from fucking Sinaloa country, you know? I don't eat goat. There are differences, man. I would love to stab that man. <laughs> My name's Spencer Divine. <laughs> Radio Universe. <laughs> uh, one thing I like to talk about is I almost died for a fourth time. This is it. Number four. I almost died from internal bleeding one more time. Damn right. I only respect comedians that almost died. If you haven't done that, you're probably not that funny. You should quit. <laughs> yeah, almost died for a fourth time, man. Lucky number four. Uh, I'll never forget the best one that I almost died. Uh, it was uh, actually like the first one back in Seattle. That's my most priceless one, my favorite one of them all. Remember, I was like at the park smoking DMT innocently with my friends, right? You know, and uh, and then we have one of my friends started talking about like portals to like different dimensions. I was like, yeah, this is where I gotta go, you know, <laughs> right? So I start getting to the street corner, and this, uh, the nice white symbol, right, tells me to cross the street. Then a normal-sized white lady in a big SUV hit the shit out of me. Wow, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. So it knocked me out for a little bit, right? So in a dark place, I saw a white light, right? 
and I was getting closer and closer, and I heard a voice like, Mauricio, you have to go back. Your friends and family need you. I was like, but I don't like my family. They're all horrible people, and my friends are full of shit, man, all right? That's a horrible fucking place, man. I want to stay right here, damn it, all right? I was like, you owe me, universe. I was a really nice person. I want to stay here. You owe me a naked chick on a clam with two angels flying. God damn it. And then I came back, I was like, no, right? And I woke up in this white woman's arms, like, are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? I was like, I'm Mexican, I'm used to suffering, so I'm just going to go have a beer, right? And then I performed at a shitty gig in Tacoma, Washington with a little blood dripping. That's so much I love comedy. Uh, All right, what's this? Man, uh, all right, man, that honk throws me off, man. I don't know what that means, so I'll just keep doing 30. (laughs) All right. Um, thank you. My name's uh, Spencer Devine. Hey, Mauricio. I love the Barnes and Noble in Emeryville. That was great. I don't. Uh, I don't know who this Spencer Devine guy is, but he, he sounds handsome. Keep bringing him up. Very funny. I love you. I'm gonna get some of this. Uh, these pecans. Okay, your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Art. Yay! Art G. Hello, everybody. Guys, we're here on the rainy day on a Monday. Let's give it up for us, huh? Yay! Yay. Rainy day. Guys. Guys, I feel like I'm getting older because when I'm out with my boys now, we'd be talking about old people shit, you know? Like, we talk about the recession. We're not talking about the economy, just our hairlines. Fucked up. Inflation has fucked everything up, hasn't it? Food prices, inflated. Beer prices, inflated. Men's heights on dating apps, inflated. Fucked up. A little bit about me, guys. I'm an immigrant. Uh, I was born in Armenia. Then my family moved to Russia. Then we moved to the United States when I was 12. We moved here. I had the summer to learn as much English as I can before the school year started. And the advice that I got was to watch a lot of TV. Because you hear people talk English on TV, you start picking up on the language. So I did. All summer long, I was watching TV like it was my job. But it was weird because I was starting to understand people on TV, but not in real life. Turns out I spent the entire summer watching Telemundo. Ay, Dios mío. Telemundo presenta Uno Telenovela. I don't know, man. I was flipping through the channels. I just saw the hot weather girls, and I was like, no, mama's way. This is the channel for me. I don't know. Being an immigrant is hard. Um, You know, you come to the United States, you don't know the language. It's a huge culture shock. It's hard to assimilate. Everything's so different, you know. And a lot of immigrants relate to this, no matter where you're from. But I have this one coworker that always wants to relate to me on immigrant shit. She always wants to remind me that she's an immigrant herself. And it pisses me off because she's from Canada. Toronto, Canada. See, three years ago, my country was fighting a war. And three years ago, Toronto, Canada was fighting the Golden State Warriors for an NBA championship. It just, I don't think it's the same, you know. And I'm kind of fucked up. You know, I grew up in Russia, so sometimes I think like a Russian. Because I look at Canada and I'll just think to myself, how come U.S. hasn't invaded them yet? Guys, um, I need to pull out my notes for this one. 
Um, the most badass thing about me, guys, is that I've been arrested and I went to jail. Yeah. The most dumbass thing about me is that I've been arrested and I went to jail in San Francisco for weed. And here's what's stupider. I did not get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. No. I did not get arrested by a California Highway Patrol officer. No. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is getting arrested by a campus cop? That's like getting suspended by a substitute teacher. And I did not know they were allowed to do that. I did not know they were allowed to do that. And then you might think, Art, that's stupid, right? Because, of course, a campus cop could arrest a student. Here's the thing. I was not a student. I was not even on campus. I was a mile away. This is actually true. That was a sad part. Here's what happened. I was driving, and I got pulled over because my windows were tinted the fuck out. Limo tents can't see inside. So I got pulled over because, obviously, the cop couldn't see my white privilege. I got pulled over, I get handcuffed, he calls for backup, and real cops pull up this time, right, SFPD? This time, imagine he called for backup. He was probably like, hey, this is campus cop, I made an arrest, I'm going to need backup. And the real cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? Yeah, I went to, j I was, I'm going to be honest, I was like one of those white boys that thought he was a little gangster, you know, I thought I was hard. But reality hits you so fast when you're in that jail cell and you got to make your one phone call, you're just like, Mom, please don't get mad at me. Could you pick me up from 850 Brian, please? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's do some new jokes. Um, I'll go back to uh, talking about being an immigrant. One, one of the hardest things is like the culture shock. One of the biggest culture shocks of coming to America, which is seeing like strangers smile at you. They don't really do that in Russia, right? Especially men. Men in Russia don't smile at other men. It's too dangerous. Because somebody might think you're gay, and in Russia, that's five to seven years without possibility of parole. Can't risk it. The uh, sexuality is a spectrum, right? I think homophobia is as well. Because in San Francisco, if you call somebody an F-word, you're a homophobe, and rightfully so. But in Russia, you call somebody an F-word, you're progressive. That's it. Thank you, guys. Yay, Art. Art G, everybody. Anybody have any comments? I love you too, Mark. What do you love about me? <laughs> Thank you. I didn't expect you to seriously answer the question, but thank you. <laughs> I love it. Surprise. I tried taking your feedback. I think I need to work on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hit up my friend. I was like, can you tell me what they say in the beginning of the telenovela? Yeah, I need to figure it out. Oh, yeah. That's good feedback. The other F word. He said, okay. Yeah, I thought you meant fuck too. What was that? I thought you meant fuck too. Okay, that's oh. good feedback. I just I'm just scared to turn the crowd away if I say fag on stage. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, this is on air. 
I'm gonna get fired. Sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> the other F word. Okay. Oh, we'll try it. Yeah, yeah. Like a radio. This is Yeah, that works. That works. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a shitty actor. This is Campuscope. <laughs> Over. <laughs> I like that. That's really good. That's really good. Thank you. Anything else? <laughs> Fuck you, Mark. Uh, All right, thank you, guys. RG, everybody. Yay. We have two more comedians, and next one coming up to the stage, give a warm welcome to Kyle Morrissey. Woo! I was, uh, I was watching... You were talking about Canada. I was. I remember watching those Canadian truckers protest all the COVID stuff last year, and I remember thinking, like, damn, I d- I did not even realize they had Republicans. <laughs> like, like maybe I think that's why we haven't invaded them yet. We just assume everyone up there's a pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you had to ask me what a Canadian, if you had to ask me what a Canadian conservative was, I would just assume it's someone who refuses to say sorry. <laughs> like. like <laughs> That's as bad as it gets up there, just iPhone footage of a guy in a Tim Hortons parking lot. Just like, no, I'm not going to bloody say it. <laughs> like, You can't make me say it. You f- can't force me. I remember, so the truckers, they were like honking as a form of protest. They were honking, and they wouldn't stop honking, and everyone's getting pissed. And I remember Trudeau was like, as far as I'm concerned, these aren't even real Canadians. I was like, dude, they're making the same noise as your geese. <laughs> like... <laughs> they might be some patriots. I don't know. Anyways, um, when I was growing up, I had parents who, you know, they said the whole, like, you can be whatever you want when you grow up. You can be whatever you want. And I remember feeling like that. I felt like they were kind of full of shit because I, d- they were the only ones who said that. I, I didn't have I didn't have any other parents <laughs> corroborating my potential. Like, if I, like, if my best friend's dad pulled me aside one day and was like, listen, you're the best son anyone could ever ask for, and I love you. <laughs> and then I'd be like, all right, maybe mom and dad are onto something. <laughs> you're that guy Shane's dad said I was cute. <laughs> like, you ever you ever have such a hard time remembering your childhood, you wonder if you were molested? <laughs> like, that's, that's I, I don't remember growing up, and I can't tell if it was because it was so boring or because something happened. <laughs> like, and uh, I'll be honest, I think th- what makes this even worse is I'm just kind of banking on maybe being molested as an excuse for all my flaws as a person. Uh, like I, I, have, I have terrible boundaries when it comes to people, and, and I don't want to take responsibility for it. So at this point, I'm just like, maybe I was molested. <laughs> like that would expl- I remember one time I had a therapist, was, he was like, I don't. I don't think you were molested. I was like, hold on. I. I might, let's not rule it out. I might need. I. Ne- I might need to play this card <laughs> after a certain point. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on from that. Um, I've always I've always thought it was weird that it's physically impossible to tickle yourself, but jerking off feels so good. Uh, I that 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 feels like a paradox to me. 
Like, my spouse will, like, tickle me as foreplay, but the moment it gets serious, I got to be like, no, let me do this part. <laughs> like, <sighs> what else do we got on the docket today? <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I feel like everything that was cool when millennials were young as age pretty poorly like we used to get bloopers at the end of every movie even pixar movies which th that's kind of weird because it's like you just now that i'm an adult i'm like you just made those bugs make mistakes <laughs> like that, <laughs> that that wasn't organic that wasn't in the moment what a weird job like how was your how was your day at work honey i made a walking stick trip <laughs> like I'm choking on my saliva and I'm stumbling over my consonants up here. I don't really know what's going on, but I, I, I uh, bloopers nowadays suck. Now we get one blooper and we don't even get the movie. We just get a news article: Alec Baldwin killed somebody. <laughs> I want to see that movie. Like, <laughs> at least get they, at least they finish Rush Hour too. Like, did you honk me by any chance? Have I been honked? Man, I'm I'm flowing up here. <laughs> Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, it's one of those truckers. <laughs> I uh, I was at a I was at a baseball game recently, and during the seventh inning stretch, everyone was singing the YMCA. You know, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA, and just hearing that lyric over and over again, it hit me like. This song is so offensive to homeless people. <laughs> like they must hate the. All they've been trying to do is stay at the YMCA, and they can't. They can't get in. They and now they the dude outside of Oracle Park has to listen to like fifty thousand people who will never need to stay at the YMCA. Talk about talk about how fun it is. The dude's been w trying. He's been sleeping in a tent. All right. <laughs> that's basically that's basically all my time. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Kyle Morrissey, yay! Anybody have any comments? No comments. I love the, the Pixar bloopers idea. That was great. They're very good. All right, we have one comedian left. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around. Please give a warm welcome to Sydney. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hi. Um, I was, I learned, um, I'm pretty behind on the news usually, so, but mostly because I've been avoiding it, but um, <laughs> I found out about the Trump baseball cards, <laughs> and I was like, Trump made these NFT baseball cards. I was just like, wow, we are really living in an SNL parody. I was like kind of mad about that. I was like, there's no way that reality um, is allowed to be an SNL parody. And so then I was like, well, how could I make it worse? <laughs> and I was like, what if Trump had tarot cards? Just like tarot, like Trump tarot cards, where Trump's face is photoshopped onto every card. And then I was like, but how do I make it worse? If the AI generated Trump tarot cards, you know, AI is super popular. And so then I downloaded the AI 
and it took a really long time to make them, but I did make some, and <laughs> they're really funny. <laughs> I did bring a printout of a few um, to share if you wanted to see. Um, okay. You have to be very specific to the AI, um, or else it'll make him look good. Um, <laughs> like, it's the problem. But this one is the world. <laughs> um, if you input, like, um, like you, you give it a seed card, and it'll, like, sort of generate it based off, and that's what... So so the world and the devil are both both based on the rider weight. Thank you, this is so good. <laughs> um, and if you turn, there's the other ones, if you turn some of them around, um, but there's also the star and the eight of swords. And then um, I would just need to make sure that, you know, people who don't believe in tarot or astrology stay that way. Um, so yesterday, instead of celebrating Christmas, I went around posting signs on, on the street poles saying that the moon is in retrograde. The moon can't go in retrograde. Retrograde is like going backwards. And, and But I don't know. I just thought that like people would get so upset about it. <laughs> or not notice it. And saying it's not <laughs> um, but that's also an AI-generated moon. So, <laughs> just whose moon is that? Um, <laughs> nothing. It's that's what I uh, was doing for fun instead of celebrating Christmas with my family because that's way more fun than that. Um, but I have a story of of something that happens at an event uh, last month that I think is pretty funny. Um, I was at this event, and I was in the elevator, and the elevator is part of this experience of this event, and there's this one guy, and he's like, his whole shtick is like saying dad jokes, but they are getting me really upset because they weren't very funny and not very dad joke, like, <laughs> and I'm in this elevator, it's packed, and his joke goes, why did Jesus die on the cross? And I muttered my answer, but I thought I muttered it loud enough, but I just thought, but no one thought it was funny. And so then he says his answer, and his answer was, because he forgot the safe word. <laughs> and I hated it. And so so I got I stormed out of the elevator pretty upset, but no one um, laughed at my joke because I thought it was funnier. Um, but then I was trapped in the Taylor Swift room because my friends were singing songs, and so I was in the bathroom taking selfies, as Taylor Swift does. And then the guy walks back in into this room, and I'm just like, oh, no, we have to leave immediately. The guy's back. I don't want to hear his stupid jokes. <laughs> and he, like, says his first joke. And I'm just, like, really angry at him for no reason. Um, but he doesn't know that. And I'm in the bathroom trying to avoid him. And he's just, like, like so happy-go-lucky. He doesn't even notice what's going on. And so he says his joke, why did Jesus die on the cross? And then I, like, turned around. I was real upset, and I was like, to get to the other side! <laughs> and then I left. Sydney, everybody, thank you. Ew!
I'm gonna do a real quick. Do you want? Do you still want to do it? No. No. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do a real quick. Give it up for Lauren, folks. Come Yay. on, one more time. Thank you. Yay. This is, this is real, just real quick. One, one thing for uh, Scotto and one thing for me. Um, my therapist says that I have cognitive distortions, but she doesn't always call it that. She usually just says my thinking is fucked up. It's a technical term, cognitive distortions. It means your parents really fucked you up. Expect a lifetime of therapy. I shit, I can't remember the rest of it. God damn it. All right, we'll just do this other one then. Um, this is a song that uh, uh, Scott wanted me to sing for you. I was singing this, uh, maybe you probably guys know this one. Uh, I like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me, where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, thank you, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca-Cola. That's for you, Scotto. All right, thanks, everybody. That Do you want for you? Do you want to hear the existential crisis song? Okay. Oh, I hate to have an existential crisis when I'm on stage in front of all of you questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks for coming out in the rain. This is a joke workshop. I hope it's been helpful. Thanks very much. Good night.
exhale no more. This is Mutiny Radio. The show is a fan round down. The records you're hearing is from Johnny Hughes. Movies we heard, Killing Joke. Yellow, Big Audio, Dynamite, Oingo, Boingo, Patty Smith, Zig Zig, Sputnik, Billy Idols, Ray Charles, OMD, General Public, Psychedelic Birds, Jesus, Barry James, Los Lobos, Love and Rockets, Rob, Boston, Echo and Bunnyman Vapors, and the Dream Academy. This is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Remember, in an hour, we got to watch a movie with Carl and Mike. Full late. On that less than an hour shit for them. Please send us money.
To another installment of The Gates of Delirium with your host, me, Perkins Warbeck the 23rd, the latest in a long line of proud Warbecks who have devoted their lives to retaking what is rightfully theirs, the throne of England. You are front seat witness to a momentous historical pivot point that will change not only the fortunes of the Plantagenet dynasty, but the course of history itself. Because let's face it, this, this planet is not that big. So for the next two hours, we are going to put our regal aspirations aside and bring to you two hours of excellent progressive rock and roll. The best kind of rock and roll. Expansive, thought-provoking, grandiose, and whimsical. Experimental and transcendent. This is the genre of progressive rock and roll that I love, and I hope you do too. 
We are broadcasting from the spacious, sprawling, state-of-the-art studios of MutinyRadio.fm, coming to you from the heart of the sunny Mission District in San Francisco, California. It is 6 o'clock on a Wednesday, 9 o'clock in New York, 3 in the morning in Amsterdam. For those of you who get around, we are going to start off the evening with a piece from Anglegard, a Norwegian progressive rock band formed in the 21st century. This is Kung Boar. <laughs> Som 
Yesda Urfa with 
the basis of Dubinkatsu. The basis of Dubinkatsu.
Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. That was Yesna Urfa live performing at the Nearfest in 2004. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium, and I am your host, Perkins Warbeck. We are going to continue on now with Gentle Giant and Aspirations from their album, The Power and the Glory. This is Gentle Giant. Show us the way, tell us what to do. 